1071, everything entertainment. Starts talking. I'm like, why are you just talking to me, girl? Let the whole audience hear you. I have to turn my mic on. It's better to not have it on than to have it on when you don't want it to be on. True, because then you just, you know, loose lips, mm-hmm. sink ships. That's right. Start talking about Oprah accidentally oh. and her boobs. I was talking. <laughs> Mike's like, what? Yes, this happens. I was Go just on. randomly talking we, in a break, and there was a clip. There is an old clip. Okay. Of Terrence Howard mm. talking about Oprah's breasts. Okay. And we used to play that as a clip because it was just, we died. He, it was like, why are you talking about Oprah's breasts? Long story short, I was referencing that clip in a break once. <laughs> we were just offhandedly talking to each other, and all you could hear is like me talk about Oprah's breasts. <laughs> in the, like, and people were calling in furiously. Like, <laughs> Your mic is on! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Apropos of nothing, I'm talking about Oprah's breasts. Now. However, now we are, a, uh, a, apropos of everything, talking about candy. Why, you asked, Don? Why? Because uh, I have a question for you. And the question is very simply this. Do you have a favorite candy that doesn't exist anymore? Or a snack? A, a little treat that you like to put in your mouth? That's not available anymore. Candy cigarettes. 651. That's a good one. 651-641-1071. I came across this story about discontinued candies. And I thought, oh, this will be a fun chat because A, I love candy. Mm-hmm. And B, uh, I know that I am not alone in being mildly obsessed with candy. And whenever you have a favorite and it goes away, well, it just makes you kind of sad. So 651-641-1071. Join the conversation. We've already gotten uh an entry from our good friend and listener panda who says i can't call in i sound like a zombie i don't know why she sounds like a zombie she says but i am praying for the day twizzlers brings back wild berry pull and peel candies oh licorice i'm assuming you know those remember those big pull and peels yes Mm -hmm. apparently they had a wild berry flavor okay that hopefully just didn't taste like every other twizzler which is yeah, she says no. She says she recently found Twizzlers Berry licorice, but it's not the same. Mm, okay. Have you ever? I don't. I don't like those pull and peel. You know, tastes kind of plasticky. That's what I think too. We were talking about licorice. We not were too long in ago. the in the prep room one time. Our boss was involved. She had a real strong opinions. Yeah. Um, I just saw on this list that there are sugar-free versions of gummy bears. Yeah, but do you remember the sugar-free gummy bears? Wasn't it causing people to like, you know, I'm just gonna... Come on, just... There you go. And it was probably more like... (laughs) We haven't done it in a while. Just embrace it. Wait for it. No, you have to just talk on your own. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently it would just make you lose control, and so they had to stop making them. And I, I actually learned that the hard way because in the olden days, remember they would have like sugar-free candies, and they whatever they put in them, you were only it would even say on the package like only eat a couple of these because you will develop. Have an emergency reaction yeah. if you eat too many. And I was had this that like Olestra? Yeah, basically. Remember the, remember chips? the chips? For those of you who are, I don't know, under the age of forty, you may not remember Olestra, but it was this magical ingredient <laughs> they were going to put in in uh, potato chips, potato chips, and Doritos and things like that. But they <laughs> just slid right through you. <laughs> sure did. Yeah. 
So they had to take it off the market. Man. Anyway, back to candy. Is there a candy? You know, there is a candy that I used to love. And we talked about this, I think, in a previous conversation. You know Good and Plenty, right? Oh, I love them. I do love Good and Plenty, but they also had a Good and Fruity. And I, for the life of me, haven't been able to find Good and Fruity. Okay, so it's not like a Mike and Ike. Which no, it, it's literally be... like the the same consistency, the same With material. candy shell. That a Good and Plenty has, mm-hmm. but it's fruit flavored. And not... Black so licorice. Got, so it's got that like licorice center and then the candy coating on the outside. Oh, okay. Just like yeah. the good and plenties, but okay. they're fruit flavored. Went out of production in 2018. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, there was another candy I used to love, um, but they came back. It was the Necco wafers. Those disappeared like the company shut down. Oh, God. I love Necco wafers. I'm an old lady, Dawn. I like old lady candy. I made a cake once that had the top of it was all Nico wafers. Really? It was in the shape of a, like a fish, and it was multicolored for my daughter's oh, birthday. Oh, that's, that's clever, because yeah. it would be like little fish scales. Scales, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's clever. Mike, are there any candies that you fondly remember? Although, I feel like... Any candy from your childhood probably still exists. Uh, there's one that doesn't. Well, at least a version of one that doesn't. I, you know, I hate being sticky and I hate having like the it, fingers. Hold on. Wait, what? Do we, we didn't know that. Know that. You're oh, like, we've talked you about know this how it's I It's one hate... of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah, it's like the biggest pet peeve. Oh, I hate being sticky. Yeah, uh, things on your hands. Yeah, being yeah. sticky oh, and right. having just whatever. I hate that. So I love butterfingers. Mm. Problem mm. is they leave your hands so sticky. I know what you're going to say. The butterfinger BBs. Oh, I remember the BBs. That's not what I thought you okay. were going to say, but talk about the BBs. The BBs were like these little things. They were even smaller than like um, what the Whoppers, I'd say, or maybe about the same size as Have Whoppers. Have you ever had sixlets? Because I think they're about the size of a sixlet. Okay. They're a little bigger than a sixlet. But then oh, the, were they? Yeah. Smaller than a milk dud? Smaller than a milk dud. Yeah. Smaller bigger than, than a gobstopper? A, oh my gosh. Smaller than um, a, a Whopper in yep. between a Whopper and that other thing you said. Milk dud? Sixlet? sixlet. Somewhere Sorry, in the Mike. middle there, yeah. But they, uh, the problem, other problem is not only sticky, they get stuck in your teeth. Well, those little round ones, they kind of broke down differently in your mouth because they had the chocolate around them coated yeah. that way. And they just... I bet they, they came good. in a bag. They came in a bag. Yeah. Loved yeah, them. so you could just shake those into your mouth. I Bart used to Simpson, pound, I think, used to uh, advertise for them. Yeah, I would pound several handfuls of those. There was a, a period where candy companies figured out how to make all of your favorite candies in little balls like that mm-hmm. and shoved pounds into bags. Remember? Yeah. Remember the just revolutionary experience of having your favorite candy in a, like a resealable bag, Don, oh, where you didn't yeah. just have one and you didn't have to unwrap a hundred different candies. You could just mainline, mainline you know, all that sugar. You know what I love? And it's like, I can still, you can still get them, but they're $20. <gasps> Because they're what would you Japanese pay $20 for? wasabi Kit Kat. Ew. Oh, stop. Oh with my yourself. god, they're so You're good. Disgusting. They're you... so good. Wasabi? Yes, so they're green on the outside, Hot like those mint ones. Candy? It is so good. It's like heat. It's it's chocolate mixed with wasabi on the outside coating, and then it's a regular Kit Kat. It is really good. Anybody out there support if me? You're going I would to Japan, appreciate the support. Bring her some, what do you mean support you? That like it's need... good. Like if you, if you. Oh, I thought you like... wanted them to actually send you candy. <laughs> no, Let's go to no. Gail. She, I don't oh, know Gail. if she supports your habit of uh, disgusting candy options, no. but I bet she's got one of her own. Hey, Gail. Hi. What do you, what candy do you miss, honey? All right, I loved as a kid Turkish taffy. 
Oh, oh Turkish yeah. delight. And today it's like Laffy Taffy is supposed to oh. be the, the remake mm-hmm. of the Turkish Taffy. It has no comparison. Mm. The, the Turkish Taffy I grew up on came in different flavors. I loved the chocolate and vanilla. And it was just a creamy, chewy taffy. And it was wonderful. All right. So Turkish, I feel like there are no like old timey candy stores that still make that. Well, there might be. I think that one big, huge candy store. Oh, sure. The one down south of here. Oh, I can't think. Mr. Bulky's. Oh, oh. There's something called. Outside of Jordan. Yep. There's something called. They have some. Yes. That is the world's largest candy store. Yeah. 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 Gail. All right. Gail says Turkish taffy. Thank you, Gail. You're welcome. Uh, I do love taffy. It has ripped out so many teeth in my head, though. I can't oh, eat it anymore. Ripped out. I was on a trip to Canada, and I put a piece of taffy in my mouth and pulled out a whole tooth. What are you going to do? Well, Go to a Canadian dentist? You have to be in a lottery to do that. No, yeah, I didn't do that. Okay. Um, but what did you do? You took the taffy and you stuck your tooth back in. I just with didn't the taffy. have the tooth until I got back. Oh, God. Yeah. Did you swallow your tooth? No, it just came right out in the can. In did the you taffy. hold on to it? Yeah. You kept it? I put it on uh, a necklace. <laughs> Let's go to Pam. Pam is on the phone. <laughs> Pam, take us away from ourselves. Uh, what candy do you hey. miss, honey? Can you hear me okay? I we can, can hear, hear you. you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm I'm just dying over those Butterfinger BBs. I used to put them in the popcorn at the theater. Ooh. Oh, wow. That was so good. You sprinkled them right in your popcorn and mixed it all together. Oh, my gosh. That they, sounds amazing. So good. They do have the but bites I just now. wanted to tell you, I think you might be thinking of Lark's Candy Store down south, that huge one. I We discovered one Saturday driving up to Duluth, and it's called Kismet, K-I-S-M-E-T, and it has Every old-timey candy you could ever want if you're driving north on 35. Okay. Kismet okay. Candy Store, it looks like it's uh, in Carlton, Minnesota. Yeah, Carlton, yep. Good it's to It's right know. there. Our- Was that right before Hinkley or right after? But you, everything you guys were talking about, it's all there. It's just, it's a destination everyone has to try at least once. All right, okay. looks like it's just after Cloquet. Okay. Every toffee, yeah. every single kind of toffee. That's also. good to know. Hey, thanks. We love candy. Thank you, Pam. Uh, all right, Mike, you did say something that I was going to um, mention. You said they have the bites, and those are like the little, like, mini butterfingers. Yeah. They're more butterfingery than the BBs were, because the BBs were more like, I mean, its own thing. Mm-hmm. And she described it perfectly. You put it in the butter, in the popcorn, and that was a great way to do it. Yeah. Now the the bites don't quite fit in there the right way. You I just kind of have to love eat butterfinger. And you know, so good. do you ever get to that point in your life where you just start to go, wait a minute, what is a butterfinger? Like, yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's like a is, Chico stick. Is it? A, is it peanut butter? Is it? What is it? Yeah, it's What's orange. That it's orange just stuff. Orange amazingness. It's like orange toffee. It's almost like honeycomb, but it's not honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Like, I love honeycomb, but it's like kind of peanutty, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just amazing. Mike, do you like the uh, Butterfinger mashups that they have? You know, there's like Reese's Butterfinger mashup. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the different, mm-hmm. they put the two mix together them, so you get peanut together. butter and Oh, my the gosh. I am so behind on the world of candy. Girl, we we'll take going a trip to that big to... candy store. Actually, I can't. We'll go. We'll take a trip to Holiday Someday. or Quick Trip. Okay. 
<laughs> this world's candy largest aisle. candy store in Jordan. Yep. I've heard so, so much about it. It's a great place for a date, I hear. And it's insane. 3,000 varieties of candy sectioned off by type. From candy to Justin Bieber. Great. This is another uplifting story you're not going to want to hear, but Dawn... <laughs> is going to tell us why it actually is important when we come back right here on my talk website or app. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, blvdautoworks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony are going to keep your land yacht in good shape. That's your car or your truck or your camper, whatever it is that keeps you having fun on the road this summer. Bring it to Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works. Scheduled maintenance, maybe you got a weird noise, maybe you just want to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape for the summer. Trust me when I tell you that the hometown team, they're the real deal. They're not going to take you for a ride, and that's not hyperbole. I know that because it's where I bring my car. Every time I do, it's so easy. I roll up, drop off my vehicle, they hand me the keys to their courtesy car, I jet off to work, come back, and they've got a full explanation of everything they've done. Usually I get that before I uh, go back. And then I just pick up my car. They run it through the car wash. It looks amazing. Oh, I love the experience of bringing my vehicle into Boulevard. You will too. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Thank you so much for listening. If you missed any of the show, you can go back to our website and listen to the podcast. And please just subscribe. That would be great. We'd love to have you listen to all of the show. Okay, we have to talk about Justin Bieber's dad. I had no idea he was a huge creep. I am shocked at things that he put on social media. Why are you here? Oh, my gosh. Now, he's deleted these posts, but it is gross. He is, for some reason, bothered by Pride Month. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, so he first... Oh, gosh. So I was being facetious, by the way. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What'd Not you say? Good. I said, hmm, good. <laughs> Not yes. good. Yes. So he first put up something that said, we need to celebrate families. You know the reason we're all here. The things this generation glorifies is unbelievable. And 
a rainbow flag that says, don't forget to thank a straight person this month for your existence. Mm. With two peace signs. Excuse me? What? I I just like, why? Why? Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what else to say. He deleted those posts and then he has this apology and he said, Acknowledging the nuclear nuclear family is offensive. My apologies to those offended was not my intent. Not that my opinion matters. I didn't get that part when he said, like, not that my opinion matters. Like, really? What's that mean? Um, also, well, then I would just ask maybe. And again, I, I don't follow him. So I didn't know uh, about this until, of course, I TMZ saw it as, a, as an article. Mm-hmm. And it came up through my feed. And that's how I came across it. And I thought. What was your intent then? Because it seems like to me, if you're in the public eye mm-hmm. and you say something that whether you deem it, I mean, I would argue that that's offensive and at the very least controversial that we, were you not expecting a reaction? Cause it seems like when you say things like that, you probably want a reaction. Yeah. And it's almost like you expected the reaction and I always wonder if people do those types of things and say those types of things on social media platforms because they want to start a fire on they social want to media start a fight yeah or a fight yeah yeah but or just like like light a match and walk away cuz i would just say like well what would your intention be other than to have people react negatively because it's a you know it's just a unkind thing to say yeah it's just doesn't I actually didn't even understand what it meant until I thought about it more because it's just so stupid. What do you mean? Well, the first post that got everybody riled up, don't forget to thank a straight person this month for your existence. Yeah. I was like, what? Just yeah. any random straight that, person. I, but then I figured out, oh, he's talking about your parents who needed to be heterosexual to create you. That's yeah. what he's implying. Well, that also assumes that your parents were heterosexual because I would right. just like to share with you this knowledge yes please not go all ahead. parents are heterosexual thank you and not all heterosexuals are parents that's right it's a math problem sounds like anyway um i always lump this kind of stuff and you see this very often um during pride month and i lump this in with like why do you need a parade why do you got to have your own month okay and i'm like well that's a great question would you like the answer Mm-hmm. Let's go have coffee. We'll talk. That's right. Because, because there is an actual answer and there, there is, is an actual reason, right? That people do that. People celebrate Pride Month um, or observe it or whatever it means to them. Because that's the other thing is it doesn't mean the same thing to everyone. And it gets kind of put in this like weird cookie cutter thing that people just assume like, oh, Pride Month is this or a Pride Parade is this or a Pride Celebration is this. It's like, guess what? People in that community are very different, and it means different things to different people. So if you have questions, why not just ask? Because I bet you'd get some actual answers. And if you really wanted to know the answer, you could probably get better answers by not being a jerk. Yeah. So. Without, like, yeah. firing shots first. Yeah. It's just like, no, no, no. This isn't something. Because and- it would be like... Why you people with kids got a blank? Right? Because, like, I don't have kids. Yeah. And I don't always understand why parents do certain things. Yeah. So if I want to know, probably best to just ask. That's right. A parent and find out. 
instead of going to Twitter and be like, why are you parents got to always do this? That's right. Although I've probably done that at some point in my past. <laughs> Don, thank you for sharing. And you're a, a celebrity's dad. Sorry. I just had to get that out Justin there. Justin Bieber's like, Be dad. responsible yeah. to yeah. your own kid. Don't put, yeah, because then Justin Bieber. Has whatever. to answer for your dumbass. Martha Stewart. <laughs> she thinks working from home is ruining, ruining America. <laughs> okay. I have a sneaking. Entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Radley here for my friends at Alight. You know Alight, the Twin Cities-based organization that helps folks around the world who are displaced. I want you to do me a favor. Mark your calendars for Wednesday, June 21st. I'm going to be hosting an event with Alight, and we're celebrating World Refugee Day. I would love for you to join us. All too often, refugees and displaced people are portrayed one-dimensionally, like we were just talking about. If you have questions, if you want to understand people that maybe don't come from the same places we do or have the same experiences we have, the best thing to do is to learn more by being in community with those people, learning as much as we can. And that's exactly what we're going to do on June 21st, 6 p.m. at Quincy Hall in Northeast Minneapolis. I'll be moderating a conversation with the author of an amazing book, Learn More, Reserve Your Spot for our World Refugee Day event by heading to wearealight.org slash Bradley. And thank you. Bradley and Donna, my talk 107.1, everything entertainment. There are two people on this show who could be Justin Bieber's parents and one person that couldn't. Mike is the one that can't. Yeah. Theoretically, right? Well, I don't know. How old are you, Mike? I am 36. 36 and Justin at what? Oh, no, you couldn't do that. It's not appropriate. No, no, I don't no, think no. so. Okay. No, I don't think but Don and I, I'm literally the same age as Justin Bieber's dad. We were just talking about Justin oh. Bieber's dad in the last break, and I was like, it's weird to think that I could have a kid that you can have a, you, Justin that's Bieber as old as Justin kid. Bieber. Yeah. 29, by the way. Jeez, I could have a 29-year-old. I have a 32-year-old. Yeah. Well, I was going to say my mom had me when she was 16, so yeah. if I had a kid when I was 16, I would have a, what is that, 30, 30, 22-year-old? No. No. 30? Yeah. Two? 32 year old i could have a 32 year old child i do ah! have a 32 yes yes yeah but you're, and a, I you're do. older than i am oh just by a little bit yeah i'm just saying yeah for sure welcome back to the it's adventures fun. of bradley and dawn and now i would like to talk smack about martha stewart okay what's she doing but making cupcakes and and i meant to get audio silly. but I, I was so busy getting the audio for tan mom because we needed to talk about that story that i didn't get a chance uh, over lunch to get you the Martha Stewart comment from her own lips, but I'm going to tell you what she said on the Today Show. And frankly, I think you're going to have thoughts and feels, especially if you work from home, dear listeners. The 81-year-old, very, very successful businesswoman who just appeared on the cover of Sports Illustrated, appearing on uh, yesterday's Today with Hoda and Jenna, expressed her respect for the grind and the importance in her life of uh, working in person. Quote, it's just that my kind of work is very creative and it's very collaborative and I cannot really stomach another Zoom here, Zoom there. It just doesn't get the work done in the right way. She said, uh, then she goes on to talk about how they had to because of the pandemic. And then uh, Hoda and Jenna, you know, continued the conversation about working from home and how some people do like three days on two days off. And she said, yeah, "Yeah, I don't agree with it. I just don't. 
It's frightening because if you read the economic news and I look at what's happening everywhere in the world, a three-day work week doesn't get the work done, doesn't get the productivity up. It doesn't help with the economy, and I think it's very important. You can't possibly get everything done working three days in a week at the office and two days remotely. Look at the success of France and their stupid, you know, off for August, blah, blah, blah. Mm. That's not a very thriving country. Should America go down the drain because people don't want to go back to work? Ah, yikes. Whoa. What? What? I wonder that, what they said. That second comment, by the way, was from a previous interview. Okay. She was just following up on the interview with. Oh, I see. They're like, can you talk about this? Okay. Yeah. Mm. So I just thought to myself, wow, Martha, you know, it's not that I don't think Martha is probably in her mind. It doesn't work. Right. Because of her business. She has a company from her perspective. Yeah. As the leader of a business. But I imagine part of that. Let's be kind is just because of the kind of business she's in. Okay. But at the end of the day, she's also the one running the business. Yes. So maybe you you would understand the perspective you're giving and the position that you're in because it sounds very, I don't know. Judgmental. Well, Especially it, since you've been It sounds very rich. harsh when you're the one employing those people, right? And those people are probably like, actually, I do appreciate working from home a couple days a week because I'm allowed to then have a family and get my kids to school or take them to an appointment that I couldn't normally otherwise do. Yeah. And I'm actually very more productive having that flexibility. I don't work from home, so I don't have that firsthand experience. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know, having a little empathy and thinking perhaps a lot of people probably really appreciate the the flexibility and the increased productivity from working from home. Yeah, and sometimes there are so many things that you can get done more efficiently if you are at home because the office can be pretty distracting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can sort of isolate yourself and, you know, get things done. I think you can be more productive sometimes at home is what I'm saying. And she's been rich for a very long time. And so <laughs> I don't understand. She can only remember. Does she have kids? Yes. Okay, she can only rem remember a time when she was raising her kids in a completely different world than what we have today. A completely different world. Yeah, she has a daughter, Alexis. Okay. Yeah, well, and, and she has had a very privileged life. It's not to take anything away from Martha Stewart. No. It You know, like, congratulations, you've been very successful, and you were successful in a very unique way. It's not about you, your opinion not being valid. It's just... Do you really want to be putting that out in the world at this moment when people are struggling because of, you know, the increasing price of everything mm -hmm. and the increasing pressures of trying to, you know, have a family? Again, I say that as a person who loves coming to work every day, would not want to work from home and is grateful that I have an office to come to yes. with no children. Like I, I, what I'm saying is I'm just trying to have empathy for all the people who are struggling to make it work. Yeah. And whereas I her her public sentiment just doesn't seem it, it it wouldn't enamor me to her as a you know like somebody i'd want to work for <laughs> absolutely not especially if you are trying to raise a family and you have another offer from someone else like actually this place over here lets me be a hybrid worker yeah. and i wouldn't have to you don't have to see me 
you know, and that there are a lot of thoughts about that. Like I need to see people in the office, that management style. Oh, well, that's not even a management style as much as it is like a mythology as far as I'm concerned. Because we all grew up in that. Well, you and I did specifically. Mm -hmm. I think things are changing. Mike, I'm sure to a certain point as well. But like there is this ethic that if you don't aren't face to face, if you're not doing FaceTime, you're not successful. Yeah. Like you have to put in the FaceTime. Otherwise, you're doing something wrong. Right. That is a like cultural institutional thing in our society, which thankfully, you know, has is beginning to change. Yeah, I would hope so. It's just sort of antiquated, you know. Like, how do you know I'm not spending a lot of time doing stupid stuff at work? Yeah. You know, oh, I mean, I, I I worked in an office for eight years mm-hmm. and I can't tell you how unproductive <laughs> myself and other people were for weeks at a time based on the workloads that we had. Yeah. You know, and I guarantee you people would be I, I can see how people can be far more productive having a hybrid schedule. Absolutely. And also, does the quality of life of your employees matter to you because people that are allowed to work from home, you know, I know that there's some people that don't like it and they would like to be in an office again, but I have just seen that your people are so, I mean, the cost of everything, like you said, is astronomical and, you know, just there's so many things that demand our attention. And so, to take a little time to do those things or not even that just being in your home and being present there is is better than you know than being in an office it yeah, just makes the them the, happier at the end of the day it it's you know again this is just what i think is that's why it sounds so tone deaf i want to say to martha like prove again, it to me that they're not being productive yeah well but again it's like there are i bet there are people who are unproductive great you know, because yeah. every time you bring up a subject like this, somebody who doesn't like, let's say, working from home will say, well, my sister, Francine, she's been working at home since the pandemic. And all she does is pretend she's, you know, working from home while she's really at her Pilates class and getting, <laughs> you know, her food at Whole Foods or having lunch at Whole Foods or something. Right. Like they'll have anecdotes like that. But it's sure. like, but maybe that maybe Francine was like that before. Yeah. And she would take afternoon meetings, which really weren't meetings. Right. right. Like, like lazy people are just going to be lazy regardless. Right. But there are actual committed, productive people who, with a little bit of flexibility, could maximize their for their, sure. you know, their effectiveness. So I just think like, I don't know, it just seems kind of tone deaf and old fashioned for somebody yeah, like Martha Stewart to say really something does. like that, especially if you're the head of a, you know, international brand. And could we go back for a minute here? What does she say about France? She said, oh, she's bitching about France because, of course, you know, right, right now in France, they're literally tearing down parts of Paris because people are protesting over the fact that they raised the retirement age by two years. Okay. Yeah. Because the government ran it through in a way that the public was not, you know, happy about. And I'm like, wow, they complained over two years from yeah. 62 to 64. I would just like to retire before I'm 100. Right. Because here in America, we are just, you know, born with this sense of like, if you're not working, you're not doing, you're not being. I don't feel like I can ever retire. And that's just, that's not like, oh, poor me. I know that a lot of people feel that way. Oh, you know? yeah. Just oh because God, every... I don't know what the future is going to hold for my health. And, and things like that. So I want to be for as long as I can earning money to support my future when I can't earn money, you know? Yeah. 
I wish I could retire, but that's not in the cards for me because I chose a job that is super fun instead of something that would probably drive me crazy. Yeah, no. And and again, it's just I think it's a part of our, you know, general American work ethic, which is that if we're not working, we're not, you know, being successful humans. We are not comfortable with not working, right? which is really not good, especially when you're on vacation, especially when you're on vacation and you're like, I just want to relax. Uh huh. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't. It's hard for us to unplug. Yeah, we don't have a whole month like they do in France. We do not. Yeah. Do you want to hear from Tony Tendillier, who lives in France, who's a my talker about um, this? Does she have something to say? She does. She what says, she say? Bonjour. Okay, Martha, love her, but dissing France. Hey, working 35 hours a week, which is the French work week, who wouldn't in France? Because people in France do realize that there is a life outside of work. But working with great productivity in France is higher than in the USA. Life is pretty good here, especially with a large pool of engineers driving things. There you go. Yeah. And again, I think, you know, like if you love to work, work. Great. It's fine. If you love to work from home, great. Do it. If that works for you, find a job. If you want to work in the office and be there all the time, sign up. Like telling other (laughs) people that like they're being unproductive just because of where they're working seems really silly. It is. And it's very out of touch. Yeah. Well, Martha, I'm the sure program, Martha. she'll be listening to our podcast, as you, dear listeners, could, and have thoughts and opinions, and then she'll email us, just like you can, on our show page at mytalk1071.com. But right now, we need to take a break. Why? Because when we come back, Mike is going to spin his big wheel. Woo! And uh, where it stops determines the game we're going to play. It's Game Show Roulette when we come back right here on My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thank you for emailing about our topics today. A lot of people emailing us about that topic we just had about Martha Stewart not liking people working from home. So, thank you so much. If you uh, want to listen to our podcast, you can go on our website and anything you miss will be there. But now it's time to play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, we are going to play a little game show roulette today. You know how it works. We spin the wheel and find out what game we're going to play. So let's do that right now. Spin that wheel. What's it going to be? Oh, gosh, please. Yay! We haven't done this in a while. It's been a little while since we played a little match game, but that's exactly what we're going to do. Match game 16. This is from the uh, newer version of match game. So these questions, just when you're answering, keep that in mind, that they're a little little bit on the newer side. They're not necessarily the old school 1970 answers. answers. Exactly. Right. Might change some things a little bit. So you guys know how it works. We've got two rounds of questions. I will flip a coin to see who wants to choose A or B. Winner of it will get uh, those two questions. And whoever's leading after the two rounds will get the first guess at the super match. If they match the super match, they'll be the winner. Of course, the person in second will also get a chance at that super match as well. So it's fun. Let's play. Who wants to uh, call it in the air? I'll call. What what are we doing? Heads or tails? Heads or tails. I'll call heads. It is heads. Wow. Heads. Would you like A or B? Question A or question B? My gut is telling me to go for B, All right. She's going for B. Are you ready for it? Yes. Here we go. Penny's friend is so cheap. Oh, 
cheap is, is she? she? There you go. Uh, she's so cheap that she has a payphone in her den and a pay meter next to her blank. <laughs> Again, Penny's friend is so cheap. She's got, uh, she's so cheap. She's got a payphone in her den and a pay meter next to her blank. Her toilet, Bob. Next to her toilet. Did any of our celebrities say toilet? That's the number one top answer. Oh, great. Four of the celebrities said toilet. Nicely done. Okay. I almost uh, said something else. Well, what was your other thing you were going to say? Does it matter? Will it affect Bradley? It won't affect anything. No, he's uh, not bed. doing this question. Bed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Any uh, other answers? I would say refrigerator. We had one bed and one refrigerator <gasps> to go with four toilets. So good job, guys. <laughs> Usually you do like need shopping. four toilets depending on what's in the refrigerator. That's right. Or Lustra. The All right. So with that, Dawn has uh, the 4-0 lead, but Bradley, of course, hasn't got uh, his question yet. Are you ready for it, Bradley? Yes, Bob. All right. Playing some match game today. Uh, the Jolly Green Giant held his birthday party last week. It was a blast. The giant guests all went to the ocean and bobbed for blanks. Again, the Jolly Green Giant held his birthday party last week. It was a blast. The giant guests all went to the ocean and bobbed for blanks. I don't get this question at all. <laughs> the Jolly Green Giant's no, a giant. No, I know. Okay. Jolly Green Giant. He's like a vegetable giant, though, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So what is a giant bob for? Need an answer, please. Peas? Peas. You're going to go with... <laughs> Did any of our Jolly Green Giant green beans or something? Did any of our uh, celebrities say peas? Unfortunately, not. How were they bobbing for? Okay, my guess is watermelon. Oh, because it's bigger than an apple, which you would normally bob for. (laughs) Oh yeah, your logic is so much better than my logic. uh, That's not bad, but also wrong. Okay. Um, uh, three of the celebrities said sharks. Okay. Because it's something that's in, in the, the ocean. ocean yeah. This is a dumb question. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then what else did they say? Uh, two said whales and okay. one said tuna. Okay. All right. So like bobbing for the things whole idea in is that, the ocean. The whole idea yeah, is that they're, they're giants. Yeah. So they yeah. had to go yeah. bobbing in but the like, ocean. Oh my God. I don't know. I Maybe. just think yeah. watermelon are grown in the ocean. I just that's, want to be clear. That's a good, that's a good, I like that answer. It's though. bigger that's than a, an apple and well, they're giants. Okay. I don't mind that. Yeah, that's good. It's fine. It's wrong. It was worth the same amount of points as, uh, yeah, that's what I got. That's answers, right. So. Yeah. All right. Four, uh, zero after the first round. Uh, it's still all right. Anybody can, uh, still get her done here. We got plenty of time. Uh, Bradley, A or B? Uh, I'm going to go with B, but not really A, Bob, please. Oh, Thank you. Okay. A. See what I did? Fake out there. Wow. Yep. Uh, dumb Dora is so dumb. How dumb, dumb is she? she? She went all the way to Paris for a French blank. <laughs> dumb Dora is so dumb. She went all the way to Paris for a French blank. Fry, Bob. You're going to say fry. <gasps> so did any good. of our celebrities say fry? <laughs> Two of them did. You got yourself a French fry. All right. Nicely done. Okay, can I? Um, you want to guess the other? Can answers? I poke a little bit at that? Yeah. What, what about kiss? That was my yeah, first answer. That would have been, been, been the answer. first answer. Three, oh. three points. That oh. one was worth. This three celebrities said kiss. The other one said bulldog. Oh. Went to Paris to get a French bulldog. I almost said or toast. A French toast. No, you would actually well. go to get a baguette in France. Okay. <laughs> These are French things here. you can get here. Yes. <laughs> All right. It sucks. I know. It sucks. No, because she's dumb. Here's... Uh-huh. Right? So, like, 
Yeah, Dora's not the very smart. Bright. Answer would be she went to France to get a baguette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> now, Don, here's the thing: you can't lose the advantage in the super match. You already have four points to Bradley's two, so we okay. know but that you're going to lose it the... all now because I'm going to take you down. Cow, cow! We know okay. that going into the final question. Here you go, though. Uh, Rocky said, "My school was rough. Instead of how jump... rough was it? <laughs> Instead of jumping rope, we jumped blank." <laughs> Again, Rocky said, my school was so rough, instead of jumping rope, we jumped blank. Any guess? Um, Again, it's kind of just for fun. This one's going to change. Well, it's not going to change anything. You're uh, already going to get to answer first. um, You've already got the lead. um, The electric fence. The electric (laughs) fence. Not a bad answer. Barbed wire. Because the school go with electric fence. Yeah. Any of the celebrities say that? No. No, they didn't. What about barbed wire? That would have been on there. Okay. Two two of the celebrities said barbed wire. What about a car? Nope. Jump a car? Nope. You got to whip it. Two said chains. (laughs) Okay, chains. And then the other two said other students. Oh, okay. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there you All go. Right. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, Don with four, Bradley with two. That means we're heading on to the super match, and Don gets to answer this question first. Okay. All right. So again, this is super match. It's the end of the game. It's just one word, and then you fill in the blank. And uh, after Don gives her answer, then Bradley will have a chance to answer as well. Whoever answer is higher on the board, we've got a five hundred, a two hundred, even mm. fifty, and a one hundred dollar answer. Okay. Here we go, Don. You're answering first to this one. Flee blank. Flea blank. Flea circus, Bob. Flea circus. Bradley, you have the opportunity to answer that same one. Flea blank. Bag. Bag. All right. Let's see who is going to be the winner today. Let's start at the top answer. This is the $500 answer. Neither of you got this one. Flea market. Oh! Flea flea market. market. The top answer. Yeah. The second one... For 250 flea collar. Yeah, I just oh. thought of that after. Flea collar, which means if one of the two you said is on the board here, that's going to be our winner. Well, it's not going to be flea. It's not going to be both of them. I don't know. It's e- is it flea, flea bag circus. or is it flea circus? The $100 answer is flea circus. Well done! You're the winner, Don. Congratulations. Um, Market, collar, and circus. Okay. Market, collar, and circus. Flea circus is such an old term. I thought maybe... Anything with fleas is really... Ticks are where it's at. Mm, Apparently here. (laughs) On our boss. Just bring your ticks to work. (laughs) On our co-host. Oh, God, I'm getting itchy. That's right. You're listening to my tick, 107. Oh, God, don't say it. (laughs) I walked with the dog this morning, and I just kept thinking, no ticks. No ticks. Big whammies, no big money, no ticks, and stop. (laughs) Stop! What's coming up next? Not this. Yeah. That. Lori and Julia. And guess what? They're live today. Uh, I should say on location. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, not here. So 